Hi everyone, welcome to another edition or episode of Jola Speaks. So yesterday and, and the day before, we, we were focusing on the lessons in the life of Jonah and the Bible. And now we're going to continue today, but today's message will be focused on the purpose of the belly of the fish. The purpose of the belly of the fish. I'm going to be reading the Bible, the New King James Version, looking at Jonah chapter 2 verses 1 and 2 and verses 7 to 10. So I read. Then Jonas prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish. And he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction. And he answered me, Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. Now going down to verses 7 to 10. When my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you, into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Let me read that part again. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. So the Lord spoke to the fish. And he vomited Jonah onto dry land. Just a quick recap of what happened yesterday. So God asked Jonah to go and, and visit the people of Nineveh to tell them about their wickedness. Jonah runs away and goes to Tarshish because he didn't want to do what God had asked him to do. Because he felt those, the people in Nineveh ought to die because they were um, they were wicked. And here we are, God uh, went after him through a storm, the people in the ship threw him out because they cast a loss and he fell on him and he and he told them, throw me to the, into the sea because it's me the Lord is after. They, they threw him into the sea, the ship um, um, calmed down and then he, God had prepared a fish for him to, to swallow him up and he was there in the, in the belly of the fish. Now, um, I was asking the Holy Spirit, why the belly of the fish? What's the purpose? Of the belly of the fish in Jonah's story, because I kept pondering about it. Why, why, why was the belly of the fish? Why not something else? You know how I said yesterday that God meets us where we are, and God speaks and works with us in ways that are personal to to Him and and us, and in ways that are best for us. It doesn't mean it's comfortable. It doesn't mean it's it's um, easy going. No, it just means that it's the right way for you to learn. It's the right way for me to learn. And so I went to ask the Holy Spirit, why? What is the purpose of the belly of the fish? And I thought maybe, perhaps, it's because God wanted to get him to a point whereby his heart, you know, is softened and he has mercy on people of Nineveh. So, before. He didn't want to. He didn't want to go because he didn't want um, God to God to have mercy on people of Nineveh. He wanted them to perish. Now, he's he's a place whereby he's he's have disobeyed God, and perhaps I was thinking maybe that that's the reason why God he, he God wanted him to come, come to a point to understand the, the indeed the mercy of God. But I found that as I read chapter three of Jonah, that actually when he went went to Nineveh and delivered the message and God had mercy. He was very angry. So clearly that was not the reason for the purpose or that was, that was not the purpose of the belly of the fish. So why was the belly of the fish there? And I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me about 
the fact that, and that's why I read his verses, the time he needed to totally surrender to God's purpose. So when, when he got into the belly of the fish, he was obviously remorseful and obviously clearly saw that God had mercy upon him. He had time to reflect on what had happened, what he had done, the whole journey. He had time to think, to pray to God for mercy. And it was up until the point in verses 9, and I read, I, read, I read verses 9 again. It says, But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. And that line means I will do what you've asked me to do. Salvation is of the Lord, so it's up to you, God, to do what you want to do. So, it, so, and after that, what happens? God speaks to the fish and it literally vomits Jonah into dry land. So literally, the whole purpose of the fish, a bird of fish, was literally to just get Jonah from a point of of struggling to accept God, God's purpose for his life or struggling to accept what God had asked him to do, the assignment, to the point where he is surrendering. Saying, so you know what, God, the assumption is of the Lord. I will pay what I have vowed. I'm ready to do what you have asked me to do. And once he did that, once his heart got to that, got to that point, what happened? I miss him on dry land. So now let's bring it back to us. Where are you now? Are you are you are you in the ship where it's it's about to you know capsize? Are you do you feel a, a, a lot of struggle around, or are you still upset or, or, or find it very very difficult to really accept God's will for you? Or perhaps are you in the body of fish whereby God has has seen you, God has, has had mercy upon you, but you are you are still there. God is literally waiting for you to yield to His His will for your life. Where are you? It's a very good question to ask yourself, right? But you see, it's on, it's not until the time where Jonah surrenders that God opens the mouth of the fish. So, the more we continue to just yield to God, yield to His purpose, yield to what He's saying us to do, the easier it is for us. Right? Yielding to or surrendering to God's purpose is not an easy thing, but it's something that we 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 have to do. But just remember one thing. You see, it's a process. So, God, so Jonah disobeyed God, ran away. God um, customed in, in in the sea. So, which 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 shows you that you know it's not only devil that customed. Even God caused the storm in this case. And then, right, he was in the belly of the fish. God created a fish to save him from the storm that he that he he put kind of to kind of trigger him to do what he's asking him to do. It's a process, and. We all we all growing with God. We're all in a, in, a, in a in a in a trust work process with God every single day. We are growing. Some 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 of us are at lower stages. Some of us are, are more advanced. The more you, you 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 yield to God's will to surrender to His purpose, the better you get at it. It doesn't mean you're perfect, no, but it just means that you you get better at it and you you take more risks with God. But again, everybody is still in a journey of surrender because as you as you you attain one level of surrender, I assure you, no one is coming, <laughs> right? And but then at the end of the day, it gets you to the point of, of of what God has called you to be, the purpose for your life, you, you, the, the work He's directing and leading you to, the person the person that you need to become to fulfill the promise that He has given you. So that's it for me today. It's a good time to reflect on where you are, and going to ask God, you know, perhaps you may have forgotten what he has asked you to do. Ask God for direction, remind you of what it is he's leading you to do. 
and confirmations and whatever you want to do. But end of the day, you know, know that you still have to trust in God. And, it, it's, and it's, it's, it, I'm not saying that every time it feels comfortable, great, but it's, it's a trust walk. So I hope this blesses you. I hope this helps you in whatever thing, however place God is calling you to be. I pray God gives you the grace to surrender to his will. I pray that, that you, your, your heart yields to his promise and stops struggling. Again, it's a process, but God help us. In Jesus' name we've prayed. I love you. Bye.